Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Q's Militia with Sean and Joe at Q's Militia on the socials. So, Go there. Join the militia. The most bullshit i ever seen was last night. Mm. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. Syracuse shoots blanks in a duel with Pittsburgh as they could only muster up 53 points in the loss. You'll hear from us and we'll hear from you in fan feedback. Then a prime time matchup in the ACC this Saturday night. As the 9-11, 3-6, Orange take on the 17-4, 7-3, Demon Deacons. We'll let you know what we think about that. Exciting stuff back at the Dome. If you know me, Joe, and you know me, and then many of you, if you've been listening for any amount of time, like, I don't know, a year, two, um, you'll know that when football is done, I'm done. I don't want to talk about football. I want to focus on basketball. Pure, unadulterated basketball. Just consume myself with it. Bathe in it, if you will. But, you know what? Not so much. <laughs> anymore joe uh some good news though on the football front which i am extremely excited about i'd kill for a football game tomorrow or saturday rather (laughs) you ain't lying uh i'd love i would watch syracuse football over syracuse basketball eight o'clock and be extremely happy um look i kid kind of Elijah Clark, Joe, former high school teammate of Deuce Chestnut. He'll be transferring from Rutgers to Syracuse. Clark was a four-star recruit, according to 247 and Rivals, getting a 94 rating from 247 Sports and named the second best player in New Jersey. Syracuse did send an offer during Clark's initial recruitment, but he chose to join Rutgers a month later, according to Noon's Magician. Now, look, this will be, what, five? So Braylon Oliver... Dan Valari, the quarterback we talked about, right? Um, yeah. Juwan Price uh, and C.J. Hayes, who I think we just talked about C.J. Hayes in the last episode. D.J. Or, yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, um, the, uh, the wide receiver. So um, this will be five, which is, you know, making moves. We talked about at the end of last, at the end of last football season how, like, Babers – like, he's got to go all in. He's got to put all the chips in the middle of the table and do everything he can to fill the coaching voids, to fill all of the player voids. And while we have uh, Deuce Chestnut and Garrett Williams, Deuce Chestnut, as I mentioned, a former teammate of Elijah Clark, got them as the cornerbacks. But, you know, there's got to be room for for this guy, Elijah Clark. Now, I didn't know of Elijah Clark, I'm going to be honest, until yesterday. Um, but four star, second best out of New Jersey, Joe, and you, you're you're better at this. So so, what do you think? This is is this pretty good or what? It sounds pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this again, he would be the highest recruit that we would have had last year or in that cycle or this year. Uh, he was the number two hundred and seventy seven overall recruit, so he's the top three hundred player and overall the twenty second. Um, best corner so obviously this guy i mean he was getting burned at rutgers as a true freshman and they said that they were he was pretty much 
going to be one of those guys biding for a starting position. Uh, uh, I don't know why he decided to transfer, but I'm glad he did. Well, I think probably Deuce, Deuce played a role in that, I would hope, right? Well, I mean, you'd like to think so. And, um, you know, that's another thing. Deuce had something to do with uh, getting uh, that uh, Jack, was it back, Dennis Jacquez Jr., Jr. or something like that uh, on signing day to get him to uh, to flip. He wasn't um, – a lot of people didn't think he was going to be going to to Syracuse, and they said that Deuce helped with the uh, yeah Dennis Jacquez Jr. Um, defensive end from New Jersey, who also actually was a, a tight end um, in New Jersey as well. So with our tight end situation, who knows if that might be a two way player possibly? But um, looks to me like uh, Deuce Chestnut is is really helping <laughs> helping the team out a little bit here um, with this recruiting, and uh, again to get a guy that. First off, to think about the two corner, like those guys were two cornerbacks on a on a same high school football team. That's insane, number one. But now, you know, they've been playing high school together, and, and now they're gonna you know reunite back in Syracuse. And um, yeah, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. Don't know if he's gonna be able to start, but I know that that just helped out our um, our corner our cornerbacks um, exceptionally, especially with some of the guys that we lost in the transfer portal. So you're talking Deuce Chestnut now. Um, Garrett Williams coming back now with this guy too. I mean, you're looking at a you know, lockdown corners. Even if the other team wants to go nickel and you want to throw Clark in the slot, I mean, we got guys very deep there now. So very happy about this. Yeah, it is CJ Hayes. By the way, what I say, you corrected me. You said DJ. It's CJ. Not that it matters that much, but I just looked it up. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, look, look, Joe. You're usually right. Look, usually, it's, okay. It was on the Syracuse dot dot com article, and it says DJ Hayes. So that's what I read it off of. Oh, really? But you're right; it is CJ. They're wrong. Yes, um, they're wrong. Okay. Now, I would rather stick a toothpick under my toenail and kick a wall, but we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do it quickly, and we're gonna make the most of it, Joe. Okay. Okay. I don't listen to other podcasts. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't care. I don't know what they talk about. But we're going to do this Sean and Joe Cuse Militia style, which is to just mock it because I don't know what else to do, Joe. All right. And all I see is the top of your head. Okay. Yeah. So fix your phone. It's driving me nuts. All right. Let's hear what Coach had to say. After the loss at Pitt, I warn you, the audio once again is absolutely terrible. This is the worst ever. I pulled what I could. I pulled what I could, what was what was audible, and I put it together the best I could. It's got all the important points in it, and we'll go over it right after this. Joe and Cole, you know, have to be contributors. If they're not, you know, we're going to struggle. They moved the ball well, but you know, overall, uh, overall, the defensive numbers are fine. <laughs> you know, we're not winning games, scoring 53 points. We're just, it's just not who we are. I'm concerned about winning a game. Are you kidding me? Do you see anything that looks like a tournament team out there? Do you? Well, then why ask the question? We're concerned about trying to win a game, period. When Buddy has to get to go that many places to do that much, um, and, you know, he got in the lane, and if we finally got on the boards, Jesse's watching from the foul line. He got finally got to the boards a little bit and got a couple offensive rebounds and got the ball inside. And, you know, he just doesn't have enough basketball experience. He goes to the foul and he changes his shot. I felt from the beginning when he came to Syracuse, it would take him three years to get to be able to be a contributor. And people's expectations, we need him to do more, but I don't think he's capable of it. I think he's get, he's gotten better. But when he catches the ball down low and tries to make a move, he can't even get a shot up. He literally can't can't even get a shot up down there because he gets bumped. He gets just isn't strong enough. And uh, his he's a good player. If he was strong, he'd be a really good player. 
Well, yeah, I mean, Joe was out of it, and, you know, I thought he would take charge. I thought he would say, okay, Samuel is not here. I've got to do something, and he didn't do that. It was very disappointing. We're not going to go with Buddy at the point for more than a couple minutes. If that, just not what we do. It's not what he does. But, yeah, I mean, Samir has really helped us the last two or three games. He's getting better and more comfortable. And uh, it does give a chance, if Joe's a little off, that he can get in there and try to get something going for us. He's played well. But he's hurt, and I don't know. He may be out for a while. We don't know. He might be back, but, you know, we don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, he would help us. No question about that. All right, today's episode of the Q's Motion and the Coach Montage is brought to us by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lift all, lifts all boats, so go check them out online or at social. Go to sportsdrink.org, open Instagram and type sports drink that's spelled SP. R-T-S-D-R-N-K. No vowels, okay? Uh, they have a number of podcasts besides the NCAA podcast that they have. They have MLB. They have NFL. They have Skate. They have... Um, what am I missing? The NBA? Whatever the hell that is. Um, plenty of podcasts to choose from. You can find them on... You can find them on iTunes or Spotify. Go check them out. Okay. So... Right off the top, Joe. Joe and Cole have to be contributors. Yes, I would say so, especially considering uh, Jimmy, Joe, and Cole combined for 7 to 33, 21% between those three guys. Not going to win games like that, Joe. Not going to win games. It's 20 points. It's 20 points. It's not good. Um. <laughs> When you look at it, like we only scored fifty three, I guess it's not terrible. I mean, but no, it's terrible. Uh, no, so, yeah, you got to look at the the percentage on that, right? Because Buddy yes, scored twenty five shooting, yeah, twenty three shots, but four of them are from the free throw line. But there was also four other points, so really it was sixteen off those shots with those other guys, and it's just frustrating because it's just we're seeing other teams get better and and we're not. And what happens when you don't get better? is teams figure out how to play you and teams have figured out to be physical with us and they got to rebound obviously um but you stop buddy and you stop jesse and try to make the other three beat you and i felt like that's what yesterday was and buddy did what he had to do tried his best eventually took some tough shots like his dad said uh because no one else was doing anything and uh yeah, it's just it's frustrating. It's just very, very frustrating because normally we have a bench and you have a, a season where we see Syracuse, um, you know, get better and they progress and learn how to play with each other. They get confidence that he figures out his rotations. And um, obviously this year there's just really none of that and we're not getting any better. And it's just frustrating watching these other teams not only get better, but learn how to beat a team that's just not changing. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's it, what is, it is. It is. You're right. Tony, Tony Staffieri on Twitter gave the Groundhog meme. It's exactly Groundhog's Day, guys. Nothing has changed. The one. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. The one thing that has changed, we, we will get to. Um, defense not an issue. You know, Pittsburgh scored right at their average. We gave them 61 points last time, 64 points this time. I wouldn't say the defense was great. Um, just a lot of missed opportunities on the offensive end, if you're going to be honest about it. I mean, obviously the offense, I mean, obviously the offense was was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. The Miss Bunnies, Joe, it was bad. It was bad. Six, six turnovers. Six turnovers. I mean, he had more turnovers than he had points. So. By double. Uh, yeah, by double. <laughs> so, I mean, look. And we'll get into that. I'm going down the line here. I'll get into, we'll get into Joe. Um, he, coach was asked about, but you, you agree, right? Defense on an issue is a, is a little bit of an exaggeration. There's been games in this, situ- in this season where the defense has been an issue and been the reason why we lost. This was not one of them. Right. This was not one of them, but the defense 
I mean, we should have won. Holding Pittsburgh to 64 points, <laughs> we should have won. We're plain and simple, right? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, it, coach was asked about NCAA tournament or looking like a tournament team or something along those lines. I couldn't hear. I, look, if they, these people need a sound guy. I mean, who sets this crap up? Who sets this know. crap that up for the conference went is about as good as the game did. <laughs> no kidding. Look, and here's another thing. Notice everywhere Syracuse is going outside of Syracuse. People are there. It isn't zoom bull crap. It is actual people sitting in a press room and he's answering and taking questions. Like let's, let's cut out the garbage, get back to some normalcy within Syracuse period. Um, y- you're going to have, well, well, we'll talk about it later. We'll, we'll talk about it later. He wants to win a game, period. Like, like, what are you doing asking about the tournament? Like, this team needs to win. I'm, I, I am sold that this is going to be Coach's first losing season. At this rate, we're, the way we're headed right now is going to be not only the worst season of our lifetimes, Joe, but a, a, the Coach's first losing season in 46 years. Yeah. I mean, that's not – and it's not an exaggeration. And I think – I mean, even I was trying to stay positive last last podcast and talk about how we're playing the bottom barrel of the ACC and and how, you know, we most of our games have been against the top four or five, you know, in the ACC. So we have a good stretch here, you know, the next eight games. But, I mean, we play like we – we put – I mean, Boston College, people say, oh, you can't lose to Boston College. I mean, I've seen them play. They're gritty and they have athletes. And they're going to play tough and physical, and they're not going to give up. And if we play like, like we did last night, we will be swept by Boston College. So something's got to give um, because I've, I've been trying to be positive, and I thought that this could be a, a situation where we could possibly go on a run. Build and who knows, maybe it. maybe it's a situation. We'll never know if how many minutes Samir would have gotten in this game and if it would have been the turn, you know, the, the, cha- the change of it. But again, this is the crux of having three scholarship guards on your roster – and one gets hurt. Um, so shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know, like you say, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts. But um, it's hard for me not to believe that, you know, Samir wouldn't have came in and, and played. And like I said, you can't say in hindsight whether we would have won. But it's just a situation where we, we saw Samir kind of grow up a little bit and earn some more minutes and the way that Joe was playing, I, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have put up 20, 20 plus minutes and who knows what would have happened. Um, so it's just unfortunate, but with this team, especially without Samir and, and what he was doing, I mean, it's just, it's just gone from bad to worse. Well, we talked, it's just like, uh, it, it just figures because the, the last show we talked about how big we were on sign, how much, just like this, this kid is just getting. He's the only one that seems to be progressing. Buddy is Buddy. No, Jesse. Okay, Jess, has Jesse progressed though? I mean, like he, I think he, he has. He has I think he's he progressed has, with confidence. He has. We'll get to Jesse. You you went out of order. We're yeah. talking about Cy right Sorry. now. We'll get to no, Jesse. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, um, but Cy is is making strides. Obviously, to the eye, anybody who watches Syracuse basketball can see the difference when when Samir Torrance is on the floor, and he plays what twenty four minutes, gets hurt. You don't. It doesn't seem too bad. Now we just don't know. I mean, he could be out. Who knows, man? Right. Who knows? Yeah. You know, uh, we don't know. Coach don't know. First we first we heard. You know, the next two games, and now now we're at. You know, we're at yeah. the. I don't know. Could be a long time. And- and I thought we were in a situation where we were about to see, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, another player grow, add another layer yeah. to the team, some depth, and it's a dagger. You know, I feel like it's a dagger. I feel like Cy, I feel like Cy getting injured and being sidelined is the dagger for this team. He is exactly what they've needed the entire year. The dude starts doing what we play in the role that he needs to be playing for this team to be successful, and he's sidelined. I feel like, I mean, I just. I'm floored. I mean, it's like this team can't even catch a break on that end. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's um, it's overall it's overall tough, man. It's overall tough. Uh, Je- Jesse, yes, uh, Joe, obviously, of course. Uh, Jesse had has made strides eth- eth- with his athleticism, but in you know the passes, some of the shots he makes. Are, are are really athletic shots. They really are. They're, they're, a lot of them are up close, but they're tough. 
and he's made a lot of tough shots and he's do- he's done a lot of tough things and he's he's definitely learning the game. He's a freaking monster on defense. Nice. What is he? Second in the ACC in blocks, like ninth in the country, and mm-hmm. he's awesome. He's an amazing yeah. player. But like coach said, he's weak, man. And, and and if he could be strong, he would be an absolute terror. Yeah, but he's but got something. He's he's got to get stronger with the ball. He just gets he looks like a pinball down there most of the time. But but again, that type of stuff you don't change in the middle of a season. No, right? you it's don't. Not that he's not right. tough, right? So I think that's really the situation. And honestly, Jim caught a lot of flack on this. There's a couple um, articles out there throughout the uh, Syracuse. You know, see, I don't the bother in the, I, the news. Okay, um, well, I don't bother. I don't bother with them. Banging on him. They're banging on Jesse too. No, they were banging on Coach Beheim for bringing up Jesse and kind of like almost like he was giving him blame or saying that he just wasn't ready to do what he needs him to do or something like that. But well, he's I think Coach. I, I, I think Coach said in the. I, I don't know. Coach said in the in the presser, Buddy. The only one he didn't put blame on was Buddy. Plain and simple. He mentioned Joe. He mentioned Cole briefly. Um, another player who just will not break I don't through. Think he yeah, he did. He, it's in the montage. Cole and Jimmy need to do did more for this Jimmy? team. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cole and Jimmy need to yep. do more for this team to be successful. They have to contribute. Um, yeah. um, and then he said basically at one point, I don't think it was in the montage, but he, he mentioned Buddy and he said, you know, Buddy played great, but no, it's because no one else did anything else. And he blamed the team except for Buddy. I mean, Buddy can't do everything. You know, he had a couple. He had a couple bad games. He's he's streaky, um, yeah. and, and and inconsistent sometimes. But he's getting all the attention. I don't know what you want the guy to do. I don't know how much blame Buddy can get for any of it. It's Joe. It's no. Cole. It's Jimmy, and it's Coach. And and you know you got John Bolajak in there before you put Benny in. I I don't. You got John Bull and Jesse in, and I'm like. Is Benny that bad in practice? Is he that bad <laughs> that we got John Bolzak and Jesse Edwards in at the same time? Well, I mean, and at some point, too, it's like, I mean, if players are, I mean, if you want to bring up practice and this is like, there's only so many times you can do good in practice, but then not do something out in the game where you're like, well, maybe this whole practice thing is a little overrated, right? Like Practice? Yeah. Sometimes people don't get up for practice in the game. I mean, again, we've seen flaws in Benny's game, and I think every fan, every Syracuse fan is, you know, there's fans out there that call for Benny all the time, right? And some more than others. And I think that I could probably speak for mostly everybody, unless you're just a fan that thinks that just Benny just hasn't gotten a chance. But when he's been in there, he hasn't, I mean, he's, he's not kind of giving, providing the help that I thought he was going to. No, I I would season in that like a five star. So, and I I think a lot of people would, but at the same time, when you see this, it's hard not to be like, well, why not Benny? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you see John Bull and Jesse on the floor at the same time, and I'm like, well, where the hell's Benny? I mean, he gets three minutes after all that. John Bull got ten. Like, (laughs) it just doesn't make any sense to me. I want to be, I want to be a fly on the wall in practice. I got to see how bad Benny is in practice. He must be terrible. He must be terrible. I, I, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't. I'm at a loss for no, words, I man. I just come on here and complain. I'm sorry, guys. That's where I'm at right now. I thought for sure they would win this game. I thought yeah. for sure they would win this game. Well, if you want to turn the tide, you have to. And that's yes. The- it's a must win. This is a quad three game on the road. That's how right. bad Pitt is. And by the time the season is over, like I said in the last show, this is going to be a quad four loss. There's no yeah, doubt about in, it. We're one and four in quad three games. That's terrible. Terrible. Jeez, I'm crow. Still five and oh in quad four games, though. Well, that's good. Yep. Somehow <laughs> that Colgate game still holding on to a quad three. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, I, all right, all right. Look, it's time to switch. It's time to switch gears. Let's have all of you air your grievances. Let's go. It's time 
to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Uh, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask for your thoughts on said game, and most of you will rant and rave, and I'll read them, and I'll laugh, and I'll cry, and then I'll pick some, and we'll talk about them here, okay? All right, let's start with Facebook and Mark. Look, this is a good one. I will want to get, I don't know if you read any of these, Joe, but I'd love to get your thoughts on this one in particular. I'm going to start with it. Normally, I'd shelf it and save it for last, but I'm going to start with it. First time, Mark says, first time all year that I've seen it, but they quit tonight. Things are about to get very ugly up on the hill. I can't be the only one that saw a bad basketball team that quit tonight. Joe. The effort, at the very least, if I'm being as positive as possible, the effort, at the very least, was just pathetic in the second half. Mm -hmm. And you watched it happen again. How many times have we seen Syracuse build a lead in the first half, then lose it, barely scrape by by the time the horn hits at the end of the first, and then just completely fall apart in the second show? But... First time all year, he's saying they quit. Mark's saying they quit, Joe. Did they, did they quit? Were they just tired? I mean, the other team only put out two more bench points than they did. So their starters played pretty much just as much as their starters. So I don't yeah, really did think too. you can use... Yeah, I don't think you can use the, the tired effect to that, um, to that point. I, ple- I completely agree with with that comment to be perfectly honest with you really because we because um, this is not something we've ever really thrown around i i, I don't remember uh, us ever i don't know th- if it's okay so i can't really say that the whole team quit. well obviously but, but i think what, that to there your was eye, individuals to, okay to i your, think there was individuals and i think that there were certain points that you know you look at it where you know you have a <laughs> Joe did You put in a little bit more effort. You make a couple more free throws because our free throws were not great last night either, 9 of 16. Um, and then maybe if, when Joe finally hit his first shot of the game with 36 seconds to go and yeah. made it a 53 to 60 game. It's a cold move, um, right? What's that? That's a cold move. That's a cold move, yeah, exactly. Um, no, no, Cole's move this game was I'm going to come out and make a shot and make you think I'm going to do something for the first and half. Then and then just fade not. away. Scored and the first three points. Come out in the second half, and he's going to make two baskets, make you think that he's going to help the team pull away, and then he just disappears. Um, but, no, that's that's really, I mean, what it is. is it'd be a couple plays here, a couple plays there, a couple free throws, and that game at the end would have been competitive. And we just, we just didn't do it. Um, and I can't say the whole team quit because Buddy didn't quit. But um, things seem to be getting a little you know, Harry up there. And it's tough too. When you look at all the guys that we lost last year and then the rumblings of, Oh, there was clicks. So there was bad locker room stuff or there was, um, I mean, it's just, it's interesting because I don't know how ugly it's going to get at the Hill. And that's the other thing is I don't really understand what exactly that means about how ugly it is in the Hill, unless there's going to be a lot of pressure with the athletic director, but I can't, I can't see a, a situation where coach loses a, loses a locker room with two two children on it <laughs> two sons on it you know what i mean so i mean I, I feel like they're gonna bounce back and they'll play some games obviously they're gonna come out and they're gonna play and they're gonna they'll win some more games and everything like that but like what else are they gonna do you know uh i think that there's a lot of things that this team needs to come out and and do for the rest of the season to kind of i don't even want to say Give, I don't want to make it act like they owe the fan base, but we, we no, like they, you said, we're in uncharted territory, bro. Yeah, well, we they have never seen this. Most people probably living, I don't mean not to be whatever, but I don't know how long it's been since we've been this this bad this far into the season, uh, as far as 9 and dude, 11. Dude, I don't think we were alive. That's the that's, We definitely weren't alive. That's the point. I know that for It was sure. in the 60s, I'm almost positive. Well, <laughs> either way, like I said, that's why it's uncharted territory, and that's why, like last last podcast, I was trying to be so positive, right? And in in my in my head, I'm thinking, of course, we're going to be able to come back and at least get on the bubble because that's at least minimum of what we've done since my I've been alive and I've known Syracuse basketball, right? Uh, um, 
But, you know, Matt in the hat, he's, he, he posted something on Facebook today, and it was the ACC transition kind of thing that they popped up during the game and where Syracuse and Pittsburgh were with their records and how they finished in the ACC the first year versus two years after, or actually after the first year till now. And both of those those programs have, have taken a substantial uh, step backwards. And, um, you know, I think it was, you know, a bunch of people talking about, you know, missing the the Big East and all this other kind of stuff. But, eh, I you mean, know, what are you, gonna do? you don't know if it's the coach or if it's this or if it's just the ACC and it's just changed things. I don't know. But one way or another, like something's got to happen here. Yeah, that was a really long response Sorry. to Mark's comment, Joe. Uh, Peter, <laughs> sorry, uh, Peter, I mean, look, he's right. Uh, yeah, I think he's yeah. right. I don't want him to be right. Right. But I think that a lot of that has some truth to it. Mark, sorry. It, it, Mark, I know Mark. He's a, I don't know if he knows that's us, that this page is us, but and I don't know if he listens, but shout out to Mark if he does. ESM grad a couple years ahead of me. Uh, no, okay. Peter. Syracuse is an embarrassment. They need a new AD and changes in football and basketball. Jim Beheim will always be a hero at SU, but his coaching and zone defense is a thing of yesterday. Look, Joe, Joe, I credit you with the point um, that I really never hear um, the devil's advocate argument to switching out of the zone. Now, I guess you could switch up the zone a little bit, which he tried a little bit this year, but we haven't seen it lately, right? Um, but the right. the fact that we just haven't had in the past few years the athleticism to hang ma- with man-to-man um, on defense. So, I mean, we're getting burned bad enough, the way I look at it. And I don't see that argument anywhere on Syracuse media. I don't – there's just certain places I don't – like Syracuse.com, I don't really scroll. But, right. you know, Noons, Syracuse SI, all of those, all of those I, I do scroll, and I've never seen that argument there. I could be wrong, but I've never seen it. So I don't know if – one thing I will say, one thing I will say, and two things we talked about last time. We're missing a recruiting in Mike Hopkins. And – Maybe Mike Hopkins wouldn't be the best coach for Syracuse, but Mike Hopkins brings the energy, dude. He just and has the players in the players, but he has the personality to hype these kids up. They're trying to get hyped up off a seventy-seven-year-old man. Well, I mean, you know, you, you right. have to have that. I don't see G Mac anywhere. I'm not saying he's not doing anything, but I would love to see G Mac take a presser. I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Instead of coach being up there, you know, I want to hear GMAC at halftime. Something like I, I want to see something different. I, I want to know what's going on. I because I'm I'm, I'm I'm so confused. I'm just, I'm just lost with everything. Nate on Facebook, yes, no, maybe so. Uh, yeah. Nate on Facebook, not good in the first half, awful in the second half, no adjustment seemingly at all, and only garbage minutes for Benny despite lackluster guard play. Tough to watch. Yeah, I mean, we made the point about Benny. Um, kind of weird seeing John Bull out there for 10 minutes and him out there for three. And, you know, maybe Coach is thinking it's not the right game to play around, but obviously when Joe gets like he was getting last night, it's done, dude. It's done. He all too often does he does that where he just shuts down. And if he starts hot, he stays hot. If he starts cold, he he can get hot, but if he struggles like he was struggling last night, I felt like he took 30 shots, Joe, and he only took 9. I felt you know, I, I felt like he took 30. It was just because every one of them were bad and they stuck <laughs> out. And that yes. was the thing like and that's I think another thing is that's one of the biggest problems that we have. I mean, you could point to the you know, the athleticism and, and being able to move in the 2-3 zone and everything like that. But we've usually always had some type of, you know, penetrating point guard that can kick out and, you know, is, is really, you know, a good, uh, you know, assist guy. And we've usually had multiple guys that could go to the basket and stuff like that, right? Um, we don't need a guy that's going to – I mean, if you're a point guard, yeah, there might be some games you don't score. But your main objective is to get your other teammates the ball in places where they can score the basketball. And 
it's like you can't have a point guard that if he comes out and he's like score score first mentality and if he misses a shot, he's just done offensively and defensively mentally. You can't have that. Like if you're a point guard and you're a true leader, you miss a couple shots. Okay, now I'm just, you know, it's not my night. I'm going to get my other guys in, in, you know, going. But instead, I mean, four assists, six turnovers, three points. Yeah, well, he had more turnovers I mean, than anything. Yeah. And it's, it's literally just a situation where that's not the point guard that you want. Well, right. He's not a good point guard. He's not really a point guard. That's what with the whole. That's what we were talking about with Sam, right. Samir. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Uh, top fan on Facebook, Brian, SU quit, plain and simple. When you lose by double digits to a really bad team, then it's time to start looking at the coach. I mean, I put a lot of blame. I, I'm not, you know, we used, I, I call it like I see it. And in the past, I have always given Jim Beheim the benefit of the doubt because more times than not, guys, he's turned it around. And what he what he has said was proven in early in the year was proven to be true later in the year, and whether it be the development of players or anything, things he needs to work on that they did change. The only the difference is this year is that we're not seeing any progress, and we're not seeing any progress. I gotta feel like I feel like it's the players. So I think he's got it a little backwards. But there are a lot of coaching questions that I have, and we talk about them. There's been like one every game for like the past four games where, I, where I'm just like totally confused by what Jim Beheim is doing with the lineup and um, every just everything. Just I mean, I mean, mostly the rotations. You know, we see a lot of weird stuff early. We gave them the benefit of the doubt midway, but. Last night was the the most mind-boggling, I think, that I could think of recently. And for that, yeah, he deserves some of that blame. I mean, you and I have been harder on coach this year than I think we... This is our sixth year covering Syracuse basketball. This is the hardest we've ever been on him, for sure. And I think he deserves a little bit of it. I just don't know why, I guess. You know, like, why? What's different? Is it really just him showing favoritism? Is the bench really not that good? Is John Bolajak a better option than Benny? I don't think so. I just don't think so. Yeah, I, I a lot of it to me just comes down to just again, there's just the athleticism or just you know, there's certain things that you can teach and you can get better at, but at the end of the day, I mean there's certain things that um you know, God's only going to give you so many gifts, so to speak, right? You just can't, certain things you can't just do. And by this time, you know, when it gets to this point, like, you're not going to gain so much type of athleticism or you're not going to grow too much more. I mean, I know that some people do in college, but especially guys, but um, there's certain things that you're just not going to, that you can't just teach, right? You can't teach height. You can't teach certain speed, Side to side moving stuff like that. You can you can help a little bit. You can take a tenth of something off here or something. But overall, I mean, it, it is what it is. So I think it's just a situation where it's just is not a normal type of Syracuse roster. I don't even know if it's the zone defense. I don't even know if it's the way that he runs his offense. It's just this group of people cannot do it. Right. If that makes sense to be, I'm not trying. No, to be I think that's exact. That's what I was saying. Or anything, but it's. That's what I was saying. There's some coaching decisions that we definitely have questioned and that I definitely think could have been better. But when um, he's talking about, you know, where we are in the season right now, 
um, to blame coach, I mean, the players got to, they have, they're the ones with the ball in their hand. I mean, they have to do something, you know? Um, so I blame, I blame a lot of it on them. I mean, how many games have we had where everybody is firing on all cylinders or maybe you're not, not scoring, but you're doing something. It's very rare. Maybe one game. There was one. What was it? Wasn't that long ago. I couldn't tell you right now. I don't have it in front of me. But maybe the Florida State game back that was a, that was a little while ago. Right. Uh, but you can't you can't put muscle on somebody, right? Like no, you can't put Edwards. muscle. I mean, he's can you teach get effort? As good as he is right now, right? Like, can you teach mindset? You know, Joe's mindset just isn't great. Um, can you though? Are you a coach or a psychologist? I mean, that's I, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't right. know. Right. And like Jesse, I mean, I think to, to coach's point is, is that he's not saying that Jesse's bad. He's just saying that he needs to get point, stronger at this point. He can only do what he can do with his strength. Exactly. You know, if he wants to go to the next level, he needs to get stronger. That's all he was saying. And a lot of guys. And we and we do. and we have said that all year. That was his one fault that the one thing that he can't fix this year is his strength. He's weak with the ball. Nadal on Facebook. Hughes has been mentally weak all season. Not sure how you fix that. To Joe's point, Joe didn't know I picked this comment, but um, to both our points, really, not sure how you fix it. I don't know if he can. Though I can't imagine a half-empty home game against a better Wake Forest team is going to be help. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh, that, that's another thing. They're, they're going to watch their fans dwindle down. I got a text message last night um, from Tony. Our boy Tony, shout out. He's in the uh, green room. Right now, and uh, he's like, "Look, this is not going to bode well for the home game coming up this Saturday. It's going to be pathetic. That, along with all the other COVID rules inside the dome, it's going to stink. It's going to stink bad." All right, top. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to get more going than that. Top fan, our boy Zach on Facebook. He's going to say it. He's going to say it, guys. He's going to say it. And he's, he warns me that he's going to say it. He says, man, I'm going to say it. Time for Jim to retire. Hmm. And dare I say Rick Pitino to make his D1 comeback at the right ship um, and right the ship. I hate to admit, but Pitino is still probably the best coach, if not one of the best in the nation. I mean, I'd love to see Nate Oates type walk, on the, walk in the door, but I don't see us having the muscle to pull someone like that at this point of the arms race. So, look, Patino, he was here before, if I'm not mistaken, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, very familiar with Syracuse in general, an assistant coach to Jim Beheim, good friends with Jim Beheim. I, I always loved Rick's attitude and swag. I uh, got caught up in some, some, some stuff a couple of years back in Louisville. <laughs> Won a championship with Louisville. Um, yeah. Good coach. Good coach. Getting old too, yeah. though. Getting old too. Zach. Zach. No. Zach. If you want, Zach's in the green room. Zach. If you want to, if you want something, if you want to piggyback on any of your comments, go ahead. Here he is. Hold on. Let's see. Zach, you there? Unmute yourself. You're muted. Or do I unmute you? There you go. What's up, fellas? What's up, Zach? What's going on, guys? What's up, bud? Oh, uh, we're just just oh, just know. stewing in it, bro. Just stewing uh, just, in it. I feel like a a goth kid in the '80s, smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee outside the <laughs> high school, like saying like life is pain, everything's agony. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No. These are dark. Wa- I, I like what you guys are saying. These are these are dark waters I've never been in before. <laughs> no, no, it's, um, it's tough, dude. So, Zach, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Twenty-seven. Okay, so all right, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not with the pro Washington. I'm the Johnny uh, Flynn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Fair enough. My, well, uh, I, I'm more of Billy Owens. Mad. Billy Owens, Derek Coleman. I was kind of right after. So was, you're the old mid '80s guy. I'm the Lawrence Moten, John Wallace. Yeah, that was the next era for me. It wasn't shortly long after that. But yeah. anyway, my we kind of like we kind of like ladder each other. You, that's you, and yeah, we kind of go in succession of each other. There's a little, there's a little gap, but but I will say this: it's not this like it used to be, man. And um, you know, even back when you're talking the Johnny Flynn days, I mean, oh god, it was that it, was so fun. It, it Dude, was, was so much fun. Grade. I was in third grade, and we would shut class down. 
and watch the games oh, yeah. during the tournament. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it, you know what I mean? It was a big deal. We used to do the same thing. Yeah, it's That's just, right. uh, do you guys think it's something where with us going to the ACC and the death of the Big East that it's kind of this parabolic shift of like the tectonic plates of the NCAA where that's deep bro I know I don't but is it like I don't even know how to explain it because see, it's not just us it seems like other northeast schools are just kind of floundering it's kind of like I don't know though then again I'm with the uh with uh, gambling now, <laughs> legal in New York State, I've been watching a lot more college basketball than I should be. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> I can't believe it, but I've been actually watching Rutgers games and, and like, interested in it. And I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? I just, don't do I don't, I, I know, I know. <laughs> Again, this it. is all for money, folks. This is all for money. This yeah. isn't for, it's a roof for anybody. But uh, I just I don't I'm I'm so rocked. I, I I hear you guys talk and I'm like yeah we're all just rocked right now. I don't well I don't know. you know we all are. I I don't do you, here's here's what I was thinking today as I was driving. I had a long drive today at work and uh, I was thinking I'm like you know what is it? What could it be? And I can't put my finger on it, but I can tell you going forward, I don't think the nil stuff as much as I agree and think that it should be it's implemented. So it's sloppy, but I don't think it's going to help SU. I don't think it's going to help SU's recruiting. I, I just don't. I just oh, am not. Agree. I'm just not sure about it. I think you're going to see the SEC um, and the Big Ten really start stepping it up because they have the they're these stupid public schools and these people are they're so ferocious about it. They, it's not fun when you're just buying a team. That's not fun. That's not college sports. That's not college, how college sports used to be. No, but it's how, in- it's it's how college sports is going to be. And before, and it's so boring though. It's just it's no, it definitely used to be too. Well, yeah, but it was yeah, under, the table. People, uh, under the table. Under the table, exactly. Um, yeah, that's yeah, true. You know, people YMCA, in Tuscaloosa. I don't know. Being a YMCA rep doesn't really speak to. Million dollar contract, but let's talk to NCAA about that. I just don't think it helps. Let's put it that way. You know, although I although I agree with it, but you know, I think in the last episode someone mentioned sanctions. I think we're way through the sanctions. I don't definitely hurt though. They definitely they hurt hurt. way longer than they should have. They hurt way longer than they should have. Yeah, I think that's that's the big question is 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 it going is it because we went to the ACC or because of the sanctions? Because you can sit there and say obviously. Since we've joined the ACC, our recruiting and our season, you know, our success is you know going what? down. Right? You know what? I, yeah. I, honestly, I think it's more ACC because even with the sanctions, I, we've been watching this decline for the last 10 years. This is well, even watching too, school, To Sean's point earlier, too, we lost Coach Hopkins recruiting as well. Is it that? Yes. Yes, you're right. I mean, you're there's right. a bunch but, of – I think, I think it's, it's one of those things where you – you can't just pin it on one thing because a lot of times it's more than just one thing. And I think that, I mean, I think all three of the things that we just mentioned, you know, you throw that all together and you get this shit stew that we're looking at right now. So I, I got a question for you guys. Okay. Let's hear it. And this is a good buy, seller hold. Who do you think, uh, I don't know if you already talked about this. I just popped in like 10 minutes ago. Who do you think turns around around quicker, the football program or the basketball program? Oh, dude, I think the football program looks like it's turning around. They're not even on the field. Yeah, if you actually, we talked about this right in the beginning. It wasn't when it wasn't on Green Room, so you you know you're gonna have to go and you know hit up yeah. the download when, uh, Sorry, when the episode Sorry, comes out. But we definitely talked about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you, man. I don't know how long you've listened for a while, Zach. You know how I am about football. I've been listening right? to you guys since uh, since the year we beat Clemson. The okay. year we beat okay. Clemson is when I first started because I remember I, I always tell I always tell the story how I listen to you guys get your preview and I was like these guys and then and then everything you said happened. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna start listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't just don't 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 judge us by our predictions. No, no, no. no. Okay, especially yeah, well, the basketball. Not gambling's legal. Uh, <laughs> we're not gamble. We're not gamblers. Please do not. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's fun. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just not. I'm a parlay guy. That's what I used to do back yeah, in the day. Dude, I won six hundred bucks last week. There you go. There you Are go. you a Bills fan, Zach? Don't. I don't want. We don't need to go on the. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. You answered the question. <laughs> uh, do you think the overtime rules need to be changed? 
no, because either either way, it was going to be a coin toss. They're both the best quarterbacks in the league. They're, right. It, it was going to be a shootout. Either it, it, it that would just meant that it went till the t- the clock ended. It, no matter what, ended on the last possession. Exactly. The Bills lost the game. It was thirteen seconds. Thirteen seconds. That's exactly what I was going to say. Thirteen seconds. Yeah, hey, look, that's that's their fault. Number one, I mean, number look, one defense in the league. Thirteen I seconds. Like I, was I, I watched a Dino Babers crumble right there. I mean, you Ooh. kick the squib and then you freaking you, you don't just play soft. You get after him. It's Patrick Mahomes. Get after him. Make him make a stupid decision. He's gonna he, make yeah. bro. Yeah. Josh well, Allen's an fan, Zach. I'm not a Bills fan, uh, Zach, but I'll tell every I'll tell everybody out there right now that um I hope everyone enjoyed the the Super Bowl you watched on uh, Sunday night because yeah. We're not going to see another playoff game as entertaining as that. I almost guarantee. That. I, I saw I saw a meme or something that said um, uh, the NFL has decided to scrap the Super Bowl and play yep. best out of seven between the Bills and the Chiefs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but but look, I, I I grew up in Syracuse, hating the Bills because I was a Raiders fan. I had to yep, deal with my all. Body the, is. I had to deal with all the Bills fans. My cousins, all my best friends, are all Bills fans, and I grew up hating them. But I tell you, I love Cole Beasley. I love yeah. Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. That dude yeah. is a freaking animal. And they don't no, come. No, he's, just a, he's just a humble dude. And he's humble and he's a just a maniac and I love it. I love it. So Gabe Davis, sleeper fantasy pick next year. Yeah, not anymore. Um, all right, Zach. We'll see. We're going to hit a couple more of these, buddy. I appreciate yeah, yeah, you chiming in, man. Keep, keep doing what you're doing and freaking, you know what, till the end, I'll be orange till the day I die, and I know you guys will be too. So. That's right, and you're hardcore. You, all, all you guys that listen to this show still are hardcore, Zach. If, uh, if there's anything we can take about uh, what they're doing with the football program, I I feel comfortable that they can turn this around with the basketball program. Yeah. You know? so We will see. We'll see. <laughs> all right, buddy. You take care, man. All right, guys. All right. Our boy Zach from Facebook. You hear me mention him all the time. We're going to skip a couple of these and we'll go. Let's go. Let's do at Mahirio underscore 10. Benny was terrific. Definitely looking forward to seeing him nab more minutes in the coming games. Zone was crisp. Every rotation so good. Hands were up. Communication was there. Buddy Joe Cole lighting it up from out there. (laughs) Need this going forward. Thank you, Mahir. Thank you for giving me a, a little bit of a laugh. Uh, at Cuse uh, Water Boy, look, Water Girl, Water Baby, Water Baby born last week. Or was it the beginning yeah, of this week? Up. I think it was over the weekend. I can't remember. Uh, recently. We were hoping that Syracuse could go on a run for Water Baby, but it didn't happen. So it's a little sad. Uh, I He says, at Cuse Water Boy, <laughs> I pride myself on being optimistic and fun-loving guy. So when I say that apathy has worked in it, its way in, apathy has worked its way in, and I can't even... truly get worked up over the result of this game that's very telling this feeling absolutely sucks yeah like i was telling joe before we came on i was like and sometimes joe and i will talk before we come on but i think we both knew it wasn't worth it after this one (laughs) But, but i did tell him um you know i was totally emotionless last night watching this watching that game just crumble before my eyes i'm just i i wasn't mad I was just waiting for it to be over so I could shut the TV off, put my posts out on social media for thoughts on the game and go to bed. And that's where I was. And that's where I am. And that's too bad. So I feel you. Yeah, we're going to lose our uh, we're going to lose our cardiac cues card. Yeah, right. I would love a cardiac cues game at this point. At least there'll be less heart attacks. (laughs) Right. Take me to Krause. Uh, At Jamie Jewett. Not having Samir really hurt and shots were off across the board. Wish Benny went in sooner for rebounding. We still had a great time at the game cheering them on. Good. Went to, went to Pitt or live in Pitt, either or. We uh, represent in Cuse there. That's okay. awesome. It's a, t- it's a tough year, uh, but we've got some great talent coming in. That's true. I mm. like the optimism. We got some great talent coming in. But you know what I always say? Until they are in a jersey on the floor, guys. I'm not counting my chickens before my eggs are hatched. And that's just as simple as that. Uh, One more, and we'll hit this stupid Wake Forest game up real quick. Uh, Great game. Love the energy. Love seeing Benny play. Love seeing Cuse score blazing 13 points in the final 14 minutes and holding Pitt to only 40 in the second half. Can't wait for Wake on Saturday. Yes. Speaking of Wake, Joe. Uh, I love the satire. I know. 
You got to have it sometimes. Uh, 100%. Did I mention him? Who was that? Did I mention him? At E. Konecki. Thank you. E. All right. E. So, Syracuse returns home for an 8 p.m. matchup, and Joe has to get a beer. All right, Joe, go get a beer. (laughs) I'll tell you what, these guys. Here he comes. I'm going to rattle the headset. There it is. Sorry, bro. Okay, can I talk now? It's going to be be quick. There Uh, used to be a day where it wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't need to do that, but I, I need to drink to, to do these podcasts. Oh, so you got the same amount of beers. You're just drinking them faster. Is that what it is? No. Yeah, I'll, more. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Syracuse returns home for an APM matchup this Saturday. The Orange looked to even the score with Wake Forest after losing in overtime 77-74 to 74 just a couple weeks ago. It was um, January 8th. Uh, Gerard Bain, we know the starting five, right? It hasn't changed all year. <laughs> Overtime game, um, and just barely came out on the losing end of this thing. So uh, Jimmy Bayheim, 21 points, and Cole Swider with 14 rebounds. Since playing Syracuse, Wake uh, has lost to Duke. Uh, they've played five games, lost to Duke, wins over Virginia, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, and Boston College. All but the win over UVA were in double digits, and the win over Boston College was 30. Okay, so um, Ken Palm has them ranked 29th with an adjusted offense ranked 42nd and an adjusted defense ranked 38th. So in the top 50 of both of those categories, and this team is good. And um, we are very fortunate to even hang with them, I feel like, at this point, looking back at it. you know, if we would have just pulled that one off, what a what a tremendous get that would have been. Uh, Wake Forest is thirty third in the net, making this a quad two game at home for Syracuse. Surprise, it's only quad two, but right there on the cusp. Um, if they bump, if they bump up just a little bit, they'll be in the quad one territory. They got to get, they got to get in thirty or better in the net. So Joe transfer city, killing transfer people city. out there, right? So. Yeah. Um, what yeah. what can we expect this time around? You mentioned that while teams are getting better, I would definitely put Wake Forest in that category. Uh, we are just treading water with our legs getting tired and our nose just barely above it right now. So, with that said, Joe, how do you see this matchup? Uh, <laughs> it's hard. it's hard to be positive. Um, in uh after this last game obviously uh wake forest is getting better and they actually when we played them they had a guard out who transferred last two years ago so steve forbes he came from um east tennessee state um to uh replace danny manning and he took he brought with him davian williamson a guard from east tennessee state and he was injured when we played the first time, and he's not injured anymore. He's back in the starting lineup. So Cole Witt, um, guy with a long blonde hair, that uh, the guard out there, he goes back to the guard spot. And again, like I said, I mean, Alondis Williams um, from Oklahoma this year, transfer, LaRavia from Indiana State transfer, uh, Walton from Colorado transfer, Kadeem Sai. Uh, Mrs. Ole Miss transfer, and then they got uh, Musius, who's who's been to Wake Forest, oh, yeah. you know. And honestly, you know, you could see it when we played them the first time. Um, and again, they've only gotten better. And a team like this will obviously only get better, you know, as the the, the season goes on. So you bring in four four transfers plus a transfer from the year before. It's going to take a little while. Um, not looking forward to this game at all. And um, realistically, the only positive thing, I mean, I, I hope that Samir can come back, everything like that. Um, really, the only positive thing is that this game is at 8 o'clock so that it's not early and it's not going to ruin my whole day. I so <laughs> know, it's I just going to make you drink twice can, as fast when I it's can over. Just wait, wait till 8 o'clock, and by the end of the game, I'll be ready for bed. <laughs> and that'll be... That'll be that. It's probably about the positive. I'm not looking forward to this at all. And a lot of it comes down to the effort and a lot of the comments that, that we saw. You know, you see the, the satire and you see the players, you know, people talking about they quit. 
Um, you know, Buddy's not going to quit. Certain players aren't going to quit, but a couple players, they're, they're not going to win the game for you. So um, I don't know if there's a solution, especially if size hurt. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm always going to go into the game hoping for the best, right? Always going to go sure. into it and assist in that. But right. at this point. Uh, We're in show me territory we, right now, Joe. At this point, we're, yeah, we're, we're like, oh, let's let's get an upset. Can we get an upset against anybody in the ACC, right? Like Jim Beheim said, so let's just get a tournament. Game. Tournament. There I just no want to win a game. There is no tournament in our site, not NCAA no. or maybe NIT. I mean, it's looking bleak. No, they got to pull so, something out. We talked about getting six out of these next eight and going six and two. Well. I don't see a path for that anymore yeah, at this point. See, the seven or six out of eight, that was contingent on them coming out, beating Pittsburgh they like had they should have done. And yeah. then maybe with that a little bit of momentum, go back home, maybe give, maybe figure out something with Wake Forest. Who knows? You know, I didn't really think that we were going to have a chance, even if we did beat Pitt. You got um, to play Boston College within 11 days of one another, uh, of each right. game. Twice, yep. So, um I mean, again, we'll see, but I don't. I'm not confident set for Saturday I, at all. I, I'm not. I'm not real confident either. And to 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 our buddy Tony's point, you know, um, I'm not really. I, I'm. I you know the students will be back, so I hope that they can make some noise. I got to be honest, and I didn't say it, but I got to be honest. Is there not a part of anybody with an earshot of my voice, Joe? Anybody? who is a little bit, at least a little bit envious of the Cameron crack. I like to call them the Cameron crackheads. Okay. Cause I like insulting them, but is anybody a little jealous or envious of the Cameron crazies? The, just the tradition, the energy. And I understand that obviously they're, they're, they're absolutely killing it this year, but they're always like that. You know, they've had down years. They're always like that. And, um, you know, the way they've got that set up, I just am so envious of that. And they stick our students in one little spot, and it's just tough. So I'm not trying to be hard on the kids, but it's, it's tough with the way it's set up. It's so intimate, Cameron Indoor. Such a unique place to, to, to be able to play and call your home court. I just wish, wish, wish. We had this conversation a couple years ago. I just wish we could build another facility strictly for basketball holds 15,000 and just make it as intimate as, as Cameron indoor. I just feel like that's, you know, the manly field house days. I wasn't really, I was too young for all of that to be honest with you, but man, you go back and look at some of the footage from that and that's what it was, baby. It was crazy like that. Crazy, you know? And I think I think we missed that. We yeah, we could pack thirty something thousand in the dome. Well, we ain't doing it this year. We ain't no, doing we're it. not doing it this year. We're not doing it we this year. We talked about this. Even if yeah. we were good, we wouldn't be doing this. No, you're right. I know. We don't want to revisit that. But even no, if we, we were, don't. We, to your and point, end, and we can't camp outside. We live in Syracuse. It's like <laughs> single digit degrees. We can't have a, you know, Bayheimville. <laughs> 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 Bayheimville. Yeah, true. All right. With all right, look, I got it. We gotta get going here. Um, okay. Look, yeah, we gotta I'm, go. I'm gonna make I'm this about to get another beer. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Okay. Um look, I don't see Syracuse doing it. It's show me. It's show me territory, like I said, man. I got um Missouri. I, I got it, I got it I got it with I got it within um single digits, but but Syracuse doesn't win. 84-76. It's a home game. I'm hoping they can shoot a little better. But Wake Forest is putting up some pretty decent points as far as um, their offense goes. And, and they're, they're really good. And so I don't see with Syracuse's defense. You know, I think they got really lucky last time. This team's way better now. Talking about 87-98-80. You know, 63 against Virginia, which is an anomaly. We all know. Pack line defense. Okay, 76 against Duke. But, you know, Syracuse's defense doesn't match up to a UVA, a Duke, uh, a North Carolina even. So, um, with that said, man, I got I got Wake Forest winning 84-76. So, who won? Anyway, you didn't even say anything. I said I got Wake Forest winning 84-76. Not that. Who won last game? Uh, the When we played Pitt. W- Wake? 
Oh, when we played Pitt? Yeah, we beat Pitt. Yeah. Okay, and we did it. Uh, we we guessed the score. We did the prediction. Who won? Oh, who won? Oh, oh, I, dude, I'm sorry. I blanked that game already from my memory. I, uh, uh, oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I would. You lost me, or I lost me. I lost you. Uh, you won. You're ahead oh. by two games right now. I'm I'm okay. three and five. You're five and three. I like how you tried to just you know. Sorry. Bring that up. Sorry. That's no, that wasn't solid. on purpose. It wasn't on purpose. But sure. But I overshot the score like wildly dramatically. Mm-hmm. I think we both did. You were a lot better than I was, so which is why you why you pulled it off. But we both had Q's winning, which we we suck at that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So. Um. So, again. So what was your? Your prediction? 84 to 76, son. 84 to 76. Okay. All right. My prediction is... No overtime. No overtime? Well, it was overtime last time. I'm saying it ain't going to go in overtime. Was it overtime last time? Yeah, it was overtime last game. Where have you been? Do you listen to the podcast you're on while you're doing no. it? No. I didn't think so. No. If you're talking, then no. Okay. Um, They... Uh, Look. Look what? We're 80, all at the edge of our seats waiting for you. What? 80, 80, 67. Would you look Wiggles. at it? Just look at it. What'd you say? 80 to 67, Wake Forest. Oh, you're undercutting me again. Dude. 80 to 67, Wake Forest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Imagine seeing that one in your head. That's ugly. Actually, you didn't undercut me that much because you went, yeah. Because you went to 67, so it's really close. It's actually um, a five-point difference, so it can swing either way. Okay. All right. Look, we appreciate all of you. Thanks, everybody in the green room. Michael, Tony, Zach, thanks for chiming in. We appreciate you guys. We really, really do. And Pitt played way better than what they were, too. Let's just talk we about already the talked about that. second half. You know what I mean? So Right. We already talked about that. Absolutely. But Wake Force is good, so... Wake Force is just good, period, from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. good when we played them before. They're just better now. So I think they're fifth, fifth in the conference right now. They are fifth. They're fifth. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, that is going to do it for us. We appreciate all of you for hanging out and listening. If you're here yeah. listening to this, you're hardcore. You are the hardcore of the hardcore. Appreciate we appreciate it. We love you. And um, enough can't be said. We'll see you next time. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.